Hi, this is Joy Kaya. And this is Sheree Grace. And we are here to welcome you to the Sacred Living with Joy and Grace podcast. Hey, everybody, it's Joy. And it's Sheree Grace. Hello, hello. And welcome to another episode of Sacred Living. We are so happy to have you here with us. Thank you, thank you for coming to play. Sheree, we want to talk about fear today. <sighs> I know. You have to. We, I think we kind of need to. Yeah, I think you're right. You know, I think, Thanks. you know, we deal with it on a daily basis and um, you know, we are recording this during the coronavirus scare, and I shouldn't call it a scare, it's a pandemic. And yeah. that's real. That's real life stuff we're dealing with. Ah! And, and it's coming up for all of us. I don't care who you are. There's no one immune. We yeah. all feel it. Even our little babies and our fur babies, they feel it. Even if they're not expressing it in the way that you expect them to, right? Like they're going to be feeling it. So we have a lot of fear um, energy on the planet right now. And therefore we should definitely talk about it. Yeah. Yeah. I agree. Fear, fear is our friend though, right? I think it can be. Yeah. Yeah. We can make it our friend. Yeah. I think fear, you know, it, I think for me, like the original thought of fear, I think back to just um, what's in our DNA. And how fear is actually to protect us from dying. And that it's a natural human reaction that we are born with. It is literally a birthright to experience fear. Huh. And, you know, me and my aunts. And, Cherie, <laughs> when we use it properly, it can help us not only survive, it can help us pivot and redirect, rebirth, um, it could bring us to bliss, fear, who knew, right? I always think of like fear as like that, that snap, that like real quick, like light the match, get the fire underneath you, it's hot, 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 move, move away, run away, like that kind of thing, right? It's like you gotta, you gotta, you gotta, to either fight or flight, I guess, response kicks in, but really it's about, okay, safety, security, get back to that, whatever that looks like. That's what fear I think should guide us to in some way. Um, but when we misuse it or when we allow it to camp out and hang out, that's when we get in trouble. Right. I, um, just, just as we're talking about fear, I'm thinking about a term that um, I used to hear quite a bit in my old uh, uh, occupation um, where we talked about healthy fear. And, um, and there is such a thing, I believe. And uh, words are so interesting, aren't they? Yes. Um, words and interpretations and all of that stuff is just also interesting. Yeah. And we all have our own points of view on things, but I think that um, to operate with a certain level of healthy fear is, um, it's not a bad thing to do. 
know, because there are things to fear out there, mm-hmm. right? There's people, there's behaviors, there's situations, there's, there's, there's stuff, right? And um, it, it, we're not living in this, in this perfect world. Um, we all are, are working toward that. And um, we all, you know, just chip away. It's like chisel away a little bit at a time. Yes. But, you know, like, what is that healthy fear? You know, that healthy fear is, is built in there to help us survive. Mm. That, that healthy fear is to remind us, hey, remember last time you did that thing and this happened? Maybe you don't do that again. And you fear, like, because if I do, then whatever, you know, is going to happen. And so, yeah, I think fear can be our friend. Yep. But as you said, hey, if you want to just like camp out there and, and be there all the time, um, you're going to have a really miserable life. Right, right. But, and then I think what's um, important to bring up here is that fear, well, I'm going to go into my little thing now. Okay. <laughs> Anyone who's worked with me on any level has had this conversation with me, but we have two core root emotions as humans, and that is love and fear. They both have a purpose. They're both important. I think what's important to also know, I believe that we are meant to be love, that our soul is love. Our spirit is the vibration of love. All right. Now, Fear is that human experience that we need in order to learn and grow within our lessons. So it's all perfectly exact as it should be. It's divinely ordered. We just have to almost accept. But the thing with fear is it's not just the word fear. It's not just being afraid. It is having your feelings hurt. It's being angry. It's being disappointed. Um, help me out if you think of anything. Um, what was it? Judged. Judged. Judgment. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm trying to think of some other words, but like, just to kind of get the gist. Like, so we have all of these emotions and they all root to one emotion. It's fear. Okay. Hate is in fear. Manipulation is fear. Um, yeah. And even being really clingy or trying to like, you know, control another is all from fear. So we have like all of the stuff that happens and we're just afraid. We're just afraid. And what are we afraid of? Right. And then there's people who have, you know, trauma in their past and now they're afraid of that trauma repeating. And so they carry that fear of that trauma with them into their future. And guess what? They repeat different variations of that trauma over and over and over again. Right? So fear is like this really powerful thing, but so is love. But right now we're talking about fear. We'll talk about love next. Okay. So fear, (laughs) I think the really important piece that I want to touch into is that there is a cycle of fear that has to happen in order for you to release it. I think we should feel regret. I think we should feel disappointment. I think we should get angry. I believe we have to have that experience to release it. 
And then there's that magic word forgiveness, personal self-forgiveness. I'm not talking about forgiving others, really, because I think that the true healing happens when you forgive yourself for being in that situation, allowing that to happen, um, you know, just carrying it around with you with a big guilt backpack, whatever that was, you know, how you responded to it might just be the only thing you forgive yourself for. And that's all you need. Cause sometimes we're young when we're victims, you know, but we don't want to continue to be the victim. And so fear and victim, they're best friends. Okay. So then we can start to like un uh, unravel and unwrap fear on a new level. When we start to think of it as like, oh, it's, it's actually a good thing. And fear helps me get to love. It's like, it's like light and dark, Cherie, right? It's like night and day. Ego and spirit. Right, ego and spirit. It, the contrast mm -hmm. is beautiful, and we wouldn't know the beauty of it unless we experience both. We just don't want to get stuck in it, like quicksand. Right. Would you want to stand in quicksand? I don't, I don't think I want to stand. Because mm -hmm. then I'm stuck, and I'm yeah. sinking. And then there's a point of no return. I can't get out. You know, so that I think is an important piece of our foundation in this conversation. Yeah. So I, I guess, you know, Sheree, can I ask you a question? This might stump you, but I'm going to ask you and then you cannot answer it or you can answer it. No, do it, do it. To you. But how do you shift your fear? Like what's one of the, your go-tos? Like how do you help yourself? Somehow I know she's going to say breath work, you guys, just so you know. But I can <laughs> no, see that being one. So I thought I was going to say, I was going to, of course, that's one of the things that I yeah. do. Yeah, um, for sure. But, but I know that that's, that's not in everyone's um, arsenal. So, right. um, but it's a wonderful one. Like that's why I, I cause I know that that could really help. Yeah. Yeah. It just is so beautiful. But um, I think I sit in the inquiry of things, you know, I sit in the, that I go right into the, um, into questions. Mm -hmm. I do a lot of questions. Mm -hmm. Um, one of the questions that I ask myself constantly is what am I pretending not to know? Yeah. Um, that is something I learned many years ago and it really, really still fits to this very day. Mm -hmm. And, um, so I just start asking, like, um, joy uses the word curious. I use the word inquiry. Like I just start asking the questions like, does this belong to me? Is this mine? Where is this coming from? Like, I just kind of bombard myself in that yeah. way. Yeah. Um, and it really quickly, when you start doing that, I mean, it may seem like, you know, like I said, I have some interesting processes, but you know, like really quickly, if you start doing that, you know, you almost don't even allow yourself. And this is, you know, I think this takes practice, guys. I don't think this is something you can just like, you know, but you can, you can go towards this goal, you know, just start asking, maybe even sit down with a pen and paper and just start asking yourself questions and just yeah. answer. I mean, there's a million and one self-help books out there that actually will take you through processes like this. Um, you know, so I think for me, that's how I move out of fear is really, um, and the biggest question usually is, um, you know, is this real? Is this real? Is this real for me right now in this moment? Right. And nine times out of 10, it's not. It's from something right. else that, you know, I'm bringing in. And so, right. that, yeah, I think that's a really good way to do it. Yeah. And worry is attached to fear. So when you say that, I think about worrying about what might happen. Mm -hmm. um, talk about stealing your, your life away right? Stealing your happiness away. Being worried will do that to you. And I used to have a constant worry. I used to always be worried and I'm 
I'm still working on it <laughs> for sure, but I'm much better at catching it and then allowing it to transmute back into like right now, right now. What about right now? You know? And so one of um, my true fears is I'm a survivor of domestic violence. And so I had a fear that I was going, that, that he was going to find me and kill me. Like I had a true fear of that. And I remember um, when I finally started, and you said something that made me trigger this, and I'm hoping this, my sharing helps someone else. I remember, um, somewhere I heard these words and then I just echoed them and I still echo them. I'm safe right now. And you yeah. just said something like that. Like, but right now I'm okay. Right now I am safe. Right now he doesn't know where I am. I'm okay. I'm safe. Right. And not everyone can say that in their situations. And I understand that, but there is a reminder to stay in your present and don't allow yourself to be so worried about what might happen, what might happen. And then, and then realize that you're not going to be giving yourself anything that, you know, you can't somehow walk through, you know, and, and it's so hard to say that right now because we are in a time of crisis, but I, I, I still feel that is true, profoundly true because we are only given what we can walk with somehow like that is part of the journey. So, um, you know, I love hearing how you move through it. I believe in the similar, I, I have similar types of questions. Um, and my favorite one is what is the lie that I'm telling myself? Because yeah. mm -hmm. I am, I'm telling myself a lie. I'm telling myself that everything's going to fall apart and this is what's going to happen next. And then this is going to happen next. And my, one of my favorite things is to hit pause. Yeah. And anyone who's been like around me in the last couple of weeks with, you know, businesses shutting down and everything's happening. And I have three branches to my, to my business and I've paused two of my branches by pausing that I don't have to worry about it every now and then like a fleeting thought will come through my mind. And I'm like, I don't really have an answer for that right now, you know, and it's okay. I'm just going to let that just sit there and be paused because I currently have a pause. I'm going to stick to that agreement. And there are times and that's all you can do. You right. know, there are times when you don't have control of the outcome, you know, just got to like, let it go. All right. So, um, before we go on though, like I want to just give, cause I want to just give a little bit of an exercise that people could use super simple. Um, I'm not sure where I picked it up, but I've been doing it for years as well is like in that moment, right? I ask myself, it's a silly question, but where are my feet? Oh. And I will literally look down at my feet. I love it. It's I just, it. Cool, but it just redirects you so quickly, you know? And it's like, cause you know, we're, we're often like, I don't know, 15 years ago or 10 years ahead or where, wherever we're at, but it's like, no, like where are your feet at? Like where are, and it's just, it kind of just gets you in alignment like really quickly, you know? I love it. Oh, that's such a good one, Cherie. <laughs> where are my feet? Where are my feet? Can I, can I use that? I might use that. That's yeah, I use one. it. Ooh, I love it. Okay. That's wow. That's a wow. That's kind of what I said, but like such a simpler way of putting it. Yeah. <laughs> I really like that. I like simple. Simple is good. Cause yeah, the quicker we can shift that the quicker we can move on. Like I said, fear is meant to be like an awakening. It's right. meant to say, hello, wake up. Something's wrong. Something's not right. You're on the wrong, you're going the wrong way. Dead end ahead. That's why fear shows up. And the, the, the problem is, is we don't listen. 
Right. We're like, no, 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 this pain. Oh, I, I'm familiar with the fear. At least fear's comfortable. Really? <laughs> hang out there? Because I don't. Right. You know? So yeah. um, allowing it to be fluid and allow it to make that shift, I think, is really important. And then when we don't, I think what's really hard for me to see is when we don't allow, and I, and I have a lot of Wayne Dyer in me, and you're going to start hearing that with this conversation. This is the kind of stuff he would talk about. And anyone who's ever um, read his books or listened to his talks on PBS and stuff, like amazing man, amazing. I love man. him. <laughs> yeah. But he has great conversations about fear and love and, you know, I really enjoy him. But one of the things about fear is that if it's unattended to, if you don't tend to it and you don't pull the weeds in your garden kind of a thing, if you don't see it and get rid of it, what it's going to do is it's going to take over your life. And then you will see the world through that lens, which means which th what that looks like is that you're negative. You always have something to complain about. You worry about what's wrong versus what's right. Like this is what we call about the glass being half empty or half full. You know, your lens changes and you'll get on that negative swing. And you spend years in that. You spend decades in that and you will create dis-ease you know, and this is where we start seeing diabetes and cancer and people who shouldn't, like it's not in their family history. It doesn't make sense. You know, like I'm not saying that there's not DNA connection to these diseases, but I am saying that there are tipping points to allowing it to manifest in your body. Part of it is how you treat yourself, right? Yeah. So that means you're how you take care of you, but your stress, like I feel like stress is the one thing we're not talking about when we talk about cancer that we should be talking about. I think it's right. the number one cause of cancer. I think diet and stress. Well, and Period, I can say, you know, when you just talk about stress, I mean, I literally just experienced this last week. Mm -hmm. Like I literally, I think I was so stressed out that I had a migraine for like two days. Like yeah. we're talking migraine, like it physically made me sick. Like this really happened to me. There yeah. was else wrong with me I mean there you know but like I just got so overwhelmed with stress and I'm gonna be very 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 candid and honest about what I think may have happened partially um, I was scrambling I was scrambling because I just I knew I felt like I had to just show up and I had to do this and I had to do that and I had to um, hold space and I had and and like, but I wasn't ready. I wasn't ready yet. And I think that like that stress, literally I got a migraine. Mm. And so I truly believe I've, I'm, I'm a survivor of a few things, you know, we won't get into it here, but I have had some illnesses that I absolutely, there's nothing anyone can say to me to make me believe otherwise that I really, really, really believe were created by, um, this kind of stuff we're talking about. Yeah. Unresolved trauma, fear, you know, like all of that stuff. Like I, I, it's, it's been a real thing for me. So I truly believe it. Yeah. Believe it. Yeah. Yeah. So fear can be a bad mama jamba, but we have a cure. We do. <laughs> and that cure really is what I, I I'm going to refer to the word, the tipping point. Love. And I also believe 
that if you're 50, 50, I'm not crazy. It's what I'm talking about, but if you're at 50, 50, right? So you're 50% scared and you're 50% in love. All you need is one more percent and a word of gratitude would give you that 1%. And you're now going to tip that energy. And now you're in that vibration of love right? And it will begin, what happens is once you hit that 1% and then you add a little more love and a little bit more love, you create that momentum and love begins to shift the fear and transmute it, you know? And then all of a sudden things are like, they, they shift, they change. Um, but we have to let go of our grip hold of, on fear. You know, I think sometimes we just think that that's the safer way to be because it's all we know. Um, so it's like a default mode, I think. Default. We, we yeah. love potions. Okay. So, I mean, and I don't mean like romantic partner love potions. I'm talking about like self-love. Um, yeah. Cherie, what would you like to say about love? Because, you know, I can just talk for days about this stuff. So I'm going yeah. to pass it to you. Um, again, you know, broken record here. <clears throat> But uh, it's my message. And, you know, hopefully, hopefully if I scream it enough times, it'll get out. But, you know, like, really, this starts at home first. It starts with you first. Mm -hmm. um, wow. And how and and that that can be scary because <laughs> it takes a lot of work to really love yourself if you're been spending your whole life hating yourself. Mm. Um, so, you know, like, what do you do? Yeah, you you do the work, you do the work. Um, on yourself and, and you learn how to find the grace and you learn um, what compassion means. And um, you learn these conversations and you sit in these places and um, you just absorb, um, you know, you, you talk about love and fear and you ask yourself these questions and you, you just really go in. Yeah. Uh, you also can, you know, that's just with, within yourself. Right. And so again, now we're, now we're, now we've got the foundation. Right. And so I think once you have that foundation and I don't know, maybe you don't even have to have that foundation. Maybe you just can just be love anyways, even if you're not feeling it for yourself and you don't have that, that, you know, like maybe you just be it, maybe you just go out and be it and something amazing happens. Right. right? And then maybe catch a little bit of it too. You might just yeah, catch it too. Right. Because we, again, here we go with that. We're so, we're such givers, right? Mm -hmm. So maybe something that just came to my mind, you know, but maybe like, it's just like, maybe it's the same concept, you know? So maybe we go out and we give it first and yeah. we give it to as many people as we can, um, you know, by understanding and, and holding the space and, and, and doing that, um, letting people be who they are. Right. Ooh, that's a big one. You know, like I, I've been having a conversation recently about like, what, what does love look like? What is love? Well, guess what? <laughs> There's not one definition for yeah. love. Yeah. It's different for everybody. Of so course. You know, for me, you know, I asked myself that question. My answer was very simple. Mm. You know, it was, you know, you, when we're talking about love with others, right? you, you just let them be who they are and you accept them. Yes. And this is the thing. If that doesn't work for you, that's okay. But it doesn't mean you don't love them anymore. It just means that it doesn't work for you. Mm -hmm. There's nothing yeah. wrong with them. They're not bad. You yeah. know, they're not, 
they're not doing something wrong. You know, it's just, yeah. you know? I do know. I do. It reminds me of like understanding the difference between love and fear. Um, sometimes we don't even know the difference between the two. And so a couple of examples I love to put out there are like anxiety is fear. Excitement is love. Right. And then my other favorite, this is applies to what you said is judgment's fear and acceptance is love. And yeah. to be able to begin the journey of self-acceptance will bring you you know, outer acceptance of others. And so that, that healing does begin with ourselves. And, um, and if you don't heal, if you don't heal that within you, and it, it's not like the giving receiving, it's this one's special. Like you got to be able to accept yourself before you can, before you can really accept others. And, um, we have to see our own light before we can see others lights, you know, and that's, that's just, Otherwise, you're going to have comparison and judgment and, you know, your ego is going to all up in it. Yep. And so, but we have to know, like, that there is, a, there's an opposite to these emotions. So where you may feel, um, you know, disappointment in someone, you may be able to forgive is the love vibration of the, the disappointment that you feel and the fear vibration. So it's just, it's about like realizing that there are counterparts. And so there are like love potions, quote unquote, silliness, um, of being silly, but it's, it's true. There is, that there is a, a medicine for that, you know, and that medicine is, is actually just a love vibration, um, emotion that we can now put in its place or allow to be inserted into this, um, this mixture of emotions to help heal and transmute and shift your fear to love. And, um, but I will say this, I, what I want to add to this, um, piece of it is that we have to be in fear to experience love. Right. And that journey is so unique and so different, you know? Um, and so with that, like, so let's say you like someone wrongs you, let me give you an example. Someone wrongs you and you should go to anger. If you go to like um, regret and it's my fault, you're never going to heal. But if you allow yourself to say, hey, like that's not okay, <laughs> you know, and right. get upset about it and then feel your disappointment and your hurt and then allow your regret, right? Like, and then allow the healing to begin. See, if we can get, if we can allow that journey of emotions to happen and what those like love emotions feel like a lot of times is, is just like, uh, um, healing it, but like the healing usually looks like self-reflection. How could I have done it differently? What's my responsibility in this? And then it moves into like, okay, I need to be vulnerable again. I have to allow somebody in again. That's hard. And then we, and then the real healing begins. And then that unconditional love comes in. And then you're in that true essence of love. But remember, you were angry to begin with. And it's your journey. It's not their journey. Don't let them steal your love. It's your love vibration to have. You right. know, I think that that's the problem is we just give our love away to everybody. We're like, I'm angry at you. Oh, by the way, you get my love too. Cause now I'm just angry. Now I'm just in fear, right? Like, no, that's yours to own. You don't get to throw it on other people. You don't get to give your baggage to other people. That's not how it works. You know, right. you think about all the exes and all the, you know, all the people who wronged us and we give away our power when we focus on that. Mm -hmm. 
right? Mm -hmm. We regain it. And yeah, we get both. We get the fear and the love. We get the good and the bad, but it's ours. It's not for them. They, right. they showed up to teach us a lesson. That's it. Right. Yeah. Let's stop trying to give it to people. Oh, that person wronged me. You know? Okay. Yeah. When I'm in pain, that's the first thing I'm going to say. Yeah. That person wronged me. Right. But then if you take, if you do the work, <laughs> just do the work, Sheree. <laughs> If you have the responsible conversation. Be responsible. Do the work, right? Yeah. If I do the work, then I take it back. Yeah. I take it back. I'm responsible for me. Yeah. I allow myself to feel that, you know? Gosh. Like, I think about, oh, there's so much. There is so much. And I, it's funny. It's, it's funny when you're like, do the work, you know, because I know, like, and I'm, I didn't realize, you know, until we start really doing the podcast and we're like recording this stuff. Right? right. And I'm listening to it back and it's like, you know, this is my, you know, this is my crusade. Like, this is the deal. Like this yeah. is, I can only show up and teach what, what I've learned. Mm -hmm. That's it. And this is what I've learned, you know, is like, we, you got to do the work first. You just, yeah. you know, or, or, as you're doing it, I'm not going to say first because that's, I don't, I don't know that that's accurate, but you know, like as you're doing it, you know, like you need to be in it like yourself, not just, you know, not just them or, you I know, like don't put it off on someone else. Yeah. And I think this is, I just really, truly believe it. Like I truly, truly believe it. And, um, this podcast has been awesome because it's really helped me identify that about myself. Mm -hmm. and about my teachings and about where I come from and like what my point of view is. Sure. And, you know, and, and I don't know how else to get it. I don't know how, I don't know how to get, I don't know how to get these little golden nuggets any other way. I just, right. Don't. Yeah. And that's beautiful. I think, um, love is such an important counterpart, you know, it's our partner in this life and we can, Every day we get to choose. And that's the other thing, guys. If you've been a total shit and a total ass, oh well, let it go. I'm not saying you get to be that way and like not apologize at some point maybe in certain situations. But I think that, you know, you can choose today. You can choose right in this moment to do something from love. And that might look like giving the olive branch to someone that you're like pissed off at, you know? <laughs> You know, don't be a doormat, but you know what? Like choose love. What does love look like? Right. Someone's hurting. If you're hurting, what, what do you need? And ask for what you need. Sometimes you got to ask. Sometimes you got to look at your tribe too. Like who you surround yeah. yourself with. Um, Cause there's a whole bunch of like negative vibed people who are, you know, the glass is half empty, but. But you said something that. earlier. You used the word gratitude. Yeah. And so, and I know that there's actual research and all kinds of stuff out there, but like gratitude is like super high vibrating. Yes. And so if you, um, that's a very, very simple way to go there. That's a very simple way to start accessing your love and feeling love is you can literally look at a situation and if you can find some sort of something to be grateful for in it, sometimes it's just simply the ability to actually sit in this and feel it. <laughs> that's all you got, you know, like, cause there are situations like that, yes. you know, but you can always find something to be grateful for. Always. I agree. Yeah. I so agree. 
you know, and right now I'm grateful um, for this podcast. I'm grateful for this beautiful blue sky that I see out my window, <laughs> you know, um, I, but I think that there is something we all could just take a deep breath and just say out loud what we're grateful for. Say three things that you're grateful for. Talk about a, an energy shift and begin to feel that, like feel the difference, you know? Gosh, you know, there's one more thing and I don't know how long we've been talking, but Cherie, you know what we didn't talk about what? was how fear comes from the mind and love comes from the heart. Oh boy. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> like understanding that those actually are rooted in different areas. Doesn't mean that we can't feel love in our mind and it doesn't mean that we can't feel, feel, in our, feel fear in our hearts, but understanding that fear comes from the ego, from the survivor and that the mind is the control center of the ego. But the mind is a beautiful thing and it helps us create and it helps us be dynamic and communicate and all the things. So I'm not saying the mind's all bad. It's because I think it got a bad rap in the self. It did. Yeah. When they started doing the whole ego stuff, everything. Yeah. I'll be really careful. But to clarify, just keep it simple, right? Like fear comes from the mind and then it, and then it takes the two foot drop to the heart. Yeah. Yeah. And love comes from the heart. So imagine them doing the tango, you know, they need to dance. Right. And so when you say that, that kind of segues me into when I talk about the breath work, right? Because I say that breath is the pathway from the mind to the heart, Mm. right? So I truly, I actually experience that, Mm. you know, because I could be super heady, super, super heady. And, um, and, and I just, I'm not always feeling so good when I'm super heady. You know, there's some time and a place for it, right? But like majority of the time, you know, like I want to be here. I want to be operating from here. Like I do all kinds of practices to opening, opening up my heart chakra, you know, because, because I come from a place that like, Mm -hmm. you know, you just, you kind of go inward a little bit. And um, so it's, it's a practice for me. It's totally a practice. And so that, you know, another little, another little tool or, another little piece of medicine, you know, just think about it that way. Think about, you know, like your breath literally is the pathway. Yeah. You know, you just, you, Cause you're all in your head. Do, 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 do. You close down the eyes. You don't even have to close down the eyes. I like to, I actually teach a lot with my eyes closed. It's quite interesting, but um, <laughs> you, so you just close down your eyes and you just take a breath mm-hmm. and you feel it. Like you feel it like traveling. It's like, do, 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 do. <laughs> Yeah, for sure. Yeah. yeah. So I feel that that's beautiful. Yeah. Right. Good There's so much right with love and fear. And I think the, um, the real beauty of it is checking in and asking yourself, am I coming from love or fear and your adjustments, you know, and then recognizing like you can't force yourself here. You've got to feel it. And I think that's what gets us stuck. And the love piece is when you finally start to allow healing and accept vulnerability back. That's what, that's the sign, like that surrender. That's the signs that you have moved into the love vibration with something. And if you're still angry and you're still pissed, there's that you're in fear and your fear. And I'm not saying that you don't deserve to be that, but again, don't, Give away your energy, like take your power back. Ask for it back, please. Can I have it back, please? 
I do meditations like that, you know, where I really guide people to ask for it back and then give that energy back to the other individual because that is beautiful and sacred. You've done that with me. Yeah. When we first met, actually, yeah. I have it written down in my notebook. Oh. I came to see you. Um, when, we first, when we first met, we used to um, have meetings once a week at Joy's office in Sacramento. And um, we would just kind of have powwows, really. You know, we, would, we, we weren't really sure where this was going. We yeah. weren't really sure um, what we wanted to do. We knew that we just, we met each other and there was this, just this dynamic thing that happened, but we weren't sure what we were going to do with it. And we yeah. felt very, very, um, we felt it was very important to cultivate a relationship. Mm -hmm. Um, it's been so cool, Joy. It really, it's really, I, I was talking to someone yesterday about you and I and how, how we're doing some serious work with each other. And I yeah. think it's, it's so beautiful. But, um, Absolutely. I remember one day I came in and I had something going on with somebody that, um, you know, I really, really, really admire. And um, I was angry about it. I was angry and I was probably, you know, saying some things that weren't so nice and judgment and the whole thing. And you said that to me. Mm. You said that about, you know, giving them something back and, and taking something back. And I don't remember exactly what it was, but it was very much of what you just said. Yeah. Yeah. I think we forget that we've been fly, we've been flinging our energy all over the place. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. We are, we're throwing our fear all over the place, you know, like let's choose differently. Let's shift it. Let's change it. And I think yeah. that there is um, a lot of gifts in, in finding it back and bringing it back. Even your fear, transmute it back to love. Like really, you know, it doesn't, it's going to filter back as love when you ask for your fear back. You know, yeah. I think sometimes we think that, oh gosh, you know, but like, think about, I'm going to use my domestic violence situation again, just because it's obviously like a pretty big one. And I know I'm right. not the only woman out there who's been abused by um, a partner. And there is something about that trauma where you, you feel like they've taken a part of your soul. And, um, and then there's all this guilt that comes with it and all the things. And so you know, when you ask for it back, you might think, well, I don't want that trauma back. Like, why would I want that back? I'm like, because you gave parts of yourself with it. But see, when you ask for it back, it's, it doesn't come back as that like intense trauma. It just comes back as, as your energy, you know? Yeah. And that's why you feel half empty. You gotta just come for, ask for it back, you know? Yeah. And then all the energy they put on you, you that if you just like throw it like a baseball or a ball of trash or whatever that needs to look like for you, you just visualize that going back to them, then you will then feel um, a sense of relief. You know, mm -hmm. so it's obviously an energy thing. I do a lot of the healing. That's how my, the healing work I do kind of works. I do a lot of that kind of stuff. So it's kind of, kind of trying to explain it. You could visualize it on your own. You could even yeah. like write it on a piece of paper and then literally throw it in the trash and act like it's going back to the, yeah. <laughs> like there's different ways to do it, you know? Well, but, I thought about yeah. it when you said it to me that day in your office, I thought this certainly reminds me of uh, cutting the cord exercise. Yes. Right. And you know, cause that's what, I mean that when you're explaining different ways you can do it, I mean, yeah. this is, this is definitely a way you can do it. And those of you that know, you know, there is an actual exercise that you can do and you can do this like every day if you need to. I mean, you can just keep doing it 
and you know just cutting that energetic cord that you have with someone yeah you know the cool part the 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 part that because um you know i've done a lot of the cord cutting but the the part that you do that's a little differently is um i think you were you the taking it back mm -hmm. that was the that was different than yes. what i had experienced with the cord cutting you know because yes. yeah. that was more like let's just sever this and give yep. it back yeah, you know so yeah, yeah, and and I and so the difference between that is um, cord cutting does come from like a stance and a, and a place of strength, right? And so it has a bit more fierceness in it, a little bit more fire, which you know I love me some fire. Yeah. But um, with the with this other experience, what I do is I the process is my higher self and their higher self yes. meet in the astral plane. And then that exchange happens. So you don't have to talk to your abuser. You don't have to talk to who you're angry at or whatever happened, period. This is about you. But you can ask for them to come forward during the journey and then do that exchange. And there is something so powerful about that. And you will see them from a new point of view. It's it's quite it's quite life changing. Yeah. It's quite life changing. So anyway, cool. just to kind of add that like yeah, it's like the difference is we're coming from love when we do it versus coming from anger or fear. So, right. Yeah. Nice. But I love the cord cutting too. Yeah. I've done that too. <laughs> yeah. And I probably, you know, I probably gravitated towards that as as you explained it is just like really standing in your power, yeah. like your Shiva energy, just yeah. like yes, warrior. You know, like um, yeah. But I love that, and you did say that to me too that day is about your higher self their higher self. I remember that. And that's such an important piece, right? Because like our human self sometimes, oh god, We can be really crappy. Yeah. <laughs> we can do some pretty shitty shit. Okay. Totally. Well, I have a potty mouth. Like the longer I'm kept inside, the more the F-bombs are coming. And I'm trying not to, my, my four-year-old, trying to make him make sure he doesn't have a potty mouth. Like that's starting to happen. We got teenagers in the house, so you know. Yeah. Get it. I have a potty mouth just, just naturally. And I think since I started the podcast, I'm really trying to tone it down a bit. I think our first few episodes, I dropped the F-bomb a couple times. Um, and I didn't even notice. I'm trying to be mindful of that. You know, not that I, I actually think a good F-bomb once in a while is actually um, brings you right back sometime. You know, I do yeah. it on purpose, actually, just to shake things up once in a while. Mm -hmm. um, it's a little technique, but um, yeah, I think we get to be mindful of who might be listening and um, yes. not be offensive, right? Yes, yes, yes. Yeah. <laughs> so anyways, fear. Hopefully we've given you a new look at fear and maybe a nice little beautiful peek at love and how they can work together and how, you know, how you can shift, how you can shift your fear. So Cherie, thank you, thank you. Thank you. We want you guys to come hang out with us in our community. We do. Are we going to, um, I don't know. Are we going to be posting this? Um, cause yeah. we have a video here going, um, for all of our people in podcast land. We've got a video yeah. also cause we're on zoom. Yes. Yes. So I don't know if we've thought, thought about that yet or on our YouTube channel and you know, all of those things. We'll put the, we'll add that link to our show notes so they okay. can watch us talk too. Yeah. That's kind of fun. <laughs> Everyone has a lot of time on their hands right now. So. I know, right? Yeah. <laughs> All right, you guys. Well, thank you for joining us once again. It's always um, a pleasure to be doing our thing, sharing 
how we are and how we're walking through this. And it might not be perfect, but it's how we're making it through from uh, from fear to love on a daily right. basis. That's the journey. Thank you guys for listening. All right. Bye, everybody. Thank you. We here at Sacred Living want to thank you from the bottom of our hearts for joining us in these soulful conversations. Absolutely. And we'd love for you to join our community. You can find us on Facebook where we dive even deeper into these wonderful sacred conversations. Just search for Sacred Living with Joy and Grace. We are also on Instagram. And feel free to hit up our website and take a look at what we're up to and see where we are going to be live next at sacredliving.info. Remember to go out and curate that life that you love. And together we say, and so it is.